Mountain Crest Mustangs have a, a rich history, right? They've had multiple appearances in state championships. Um, they've uh, always been competitive in the region and uh, struggled a little bit as of late, but trying to get back on that same plateau where they were before and be competitive in Region 11. And so there's been a coaching change. Ryan Visser is the new head coach, and uh, Fort Mountain Crest, he joins us now in studio. Coach, thanks for coming down. Hey, thanks for having us, guys. And, you know, I was enjoying the uh, the basketball conversation. I uh, I was traveling. My family and I went down to Zions, and uh, last I saw, Golden State was this roughshod Boston. Then I went out of service and came back, and Boston was up by, like, 15. I was like, what in the world just happened? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think it's going to be a good series. So, anyways, enjoyed your guys' conversation about that. <laughs> so, um, you are a native of Cache Valley. Yep. But your your well, most it's... recent coaching has not been around here close to home. Nope. Uh, I grew up in Preston, so obviously just north um, in Idaho. And, yeah, obviously you have always known the Cache Valley schools very well. Me and my wife are from Preston. We both went to Utah State. We're both Aggies. Um, so yeah, we know the Valley very, very well and love it. Um, yeah, I, I've been in, over on an adventure the last few years, been over in Wyoming the last, uh, three years as a head coach over there in a really small place called Big Piney, which is about three hours away from everything with <laughs> like most of Wyoming. But, uh, yeah, uh, this opened up and we, we cannot resist the opportunity to come back to Cache Valley. You know, I well, first off, I, is Preston considered Cache Valley? Well, yeah, it's yeah, all in the same yeah, valley. Absolutely, <laughs> is that considered Cache Valley? I've always been kind of confused about that. But anyway, Coach, you're walking into a program that uh, last year took two and nine last year overall, and then one and four in region, taking fifth place, beating only Box Elder and Bear River. I guess my question is with that. Obviously, there's a lot of turnaround that has to happen. Where where do you even start with that, or, or what past experiences do you might have to uh, that that you're confident that you can pro- turn this program around? Well, um, as was mentioned, Mount Chris has quite the history of football, so it's not like it's a, a foreign concept to the to the school. And the kids there right now are a great group of kids. Um, obviously, I need to finish uh, my my teaching up in, in Wyoming the last you know month and a half and the kids have been awesome you know running their own workouts basically player-led workouts and uh we've had about 80 kids showing up and the culture there is pretty strong which quite frankly you know I gotta give these kids a ton of credit they've been through a lot you know I'm gonna be their third coach in three years and that's a lot so these seniors and juniors you know, I told them, hey, guys, don't don't trust me, but give me the opportunity to gain your trust, and they've been awesome. So the work ethic's there, and uh, we're going to, I think, turn some heads. There, there's some talent. Now, when you were at Big Piney uh, doing some research and getting a, some information on your background, it looked like it was a situation where it was a, a smaller school, yep. challenges with filling a roster properly, and they made yep. a decision to go down to nine-man football. How much did that factored into your decision to to pursue another opportunity you know not a lot i've I, every year i've just been looking and i've been honestly very patient on uh the kind of the next stop and again we've always wanted to make it back to cash valley so when this opened up we, we jumped at it but no you you bring up a good point i i, I think small town call uh high school coaches are, are some of the best because man you got to get creative 
and every year you're basically rewriting the, the, the playbook and really working with the, the talent and the athletes you have. And uh, it's challenging, but it's, it's a fun uh, level of, of football. And you obviously get to know the kids very well. And, you know, Big Piney, is a, it's a gas and oil town, so it's, it's kind of a boom or bust kind of town. And, uh, yeah, we've lost about 40 kids in enrollment almost every year that have been there. So it's, it's, it's definitely the, uh, the bust at the moment. Wow. So when – and uh, one of the other things that I saw is that you, despite that, you had successful runs. Like yeah. You had a successful season in 19. You had some injuries in 20, it looks like, yep. but you were able to rebound. Uh, it's kind of a, a rough start to the 21, but then finished strong. Yep. And so some of those lessons learned there, being a head coach in that cir- kind of a circumstance, how does it help prepare you to – kind of take up, move things to a higher level at the school like Mountain Crest in a region like Region 11? Well, I'm, I'm sure every coach will tell you they've, they've learned a ton these last few years with COVID and just all sorts of stuff that we've never never faced and and whatnot. But, no, uh, great group of kids at Big Piney, great coaching staff. I loved it. And, yeah, we, we definitely we built the culture that we wanted the right way. And uh, it's it was obviously we're going down the nine, man. It was the smallest 2A basically in, in the state. And, you know, having three winning records in three years is, I feel like, a good accomplishment for the kids and making the playoffs and and uh, making some noise. It was awesome. It's, it's the best three-year run that Big Piney's had in 20 years. We beat a couple rivals in Cokeville and Mountain View that we hadn't beat in a decade plus. And so, yeah, the kids, the, they put in the work and, and saw some of the rewards. And, you know, translating to Mountain Crest, you know, football's football. If, again, if you can coach, I feel like at a small – high school and get your culture built the right way and your message and have the the player led buy-in you know you just add in a, a jv and freshman which is awesome i can't wait but it's just more uh, more bodies uh, i think the biggest challenge is making sure that your message is clear all the way across uh with your assistance making sure that you guys are all on the same page you guys are all on, on the on the same message and then delivering that to your leaders and uh, spilling it throughout the uh, the locker room. I feel like the most successful teams are always player-led. So, honestly, just because you have more kids, that just means the challenge is getting your message to all those kids a little bit more clear. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more with that. And, uh, you know, you have 20, at least that were on the roster last year, 27 yep. incoming seniors. Yep. Um, and I don't know, you know, one question that I have for you, Coach, is, when someone local is hired, it's always kind of interesting to see, okay, are they going to pull some of their friends they played in high school with or former assistants or um, whatever it is. Are you planning on keeping some assistance from Mountain Crest or are you kind of bringing everybody new blood in? No, that's a great question. I told the administration my my job is to get the best coaches for these kids that I could possibly find. And that might not be fast, but it's going to be the right way and get guys that again want to buy into kind of the, the vision that i have so to answer your question we've kind of gone pretty new um a lot of those guys that i'm bringing in are mountain crest alum um mountain crest was was dang good as you guys said when i was in high school in, in preston and some of those guys are my age that i played against that were part of that uh a couple of really good teams with uh, alex caressa and that group so we got some guys around that age and my age that are coming in. So we got some MC alum, but yeah, we're we're kind of short on the experience for a lot of my staff. But uh, they bring a lot of passion and excitement for the kids, and again, fit the mold and the 
the vision that I want. So we're not completely full yet, staff-wise. I've got about 10 hired. We're hoping to get a couple more. Again, taking our time, though, and really going through the process of getting the right guys. Ryan Vester, the head coach uh, for the Mountain Crest Mustangs, and uh, arriving in in Hiram, putting a staff together, figuring out what his team looks like. So are you uh, – Some usually you'll find a coach who um, focuses – or has more strengths in one particular area over another, whether that's offense or defense. What's your background like, and then who do you have to kind of fill in those gaps that you may be missing? On? Yeah. Uh, again, kind of my background a little bit. I coached at Preston for six years as an assistant, and I really got to thank you know I, I coached under three different head coaches in the, that time, and all of them had strengths and weaknesses. Obviously, that I took stuff from that I enjoyed, and also I really appreciate those three men because. Uh, I told them basically like I'd like to coach everything and I did I went from you know a freshman assistant coach to you know varsity defensive coordinator and everything in between and so I've, I've got a lot of experience on all sides of the ball I'm, I really am and my wife will uh, attest to this I'm a football junkie like it's just <laughs> I love it so I just wanted to learn the game as best I could so I've called both sides and and special teams so the biggest thing is, again, the right fit for our team and our kids. So once the staff is completely done, we've kind of just looked around of, okay, like who fits where. Uh, my biggest focus has been getting position coaches and then worrying about the coordinating stuff, um, you know, later on. We still got time. I know it's it's fast approaching, but again, it's, in my opinion, better to be a little late and getting everything finalized, you know, end of June than jumping the, the, the gun and putting the staff together and giving job responsibilities. And then, you know, after the third game being like, you know what, I don't, I don't think this is going to work out. So we're going to hold up on that. Um, as far as my preference, I love offense. Uh, I think that's always fun to, to kind of play the game with the defense and uh, put the, the ball into your best athletes. It's always a, a really fun part. And, you know, everyone's got different philosophies. For me, offensive coordinators, much more of a kind of a feel. You either kind of got a feel for the game and can call the plays or you don't. Whereas defensive coordinator, I feel like a lot of that is putting in the work in the week and uh, putting, being able to grind. So they're different. And so w once the staff's completely uh, finalized, we'll kind of look around of the strengths of everyone and who can fit where. Coach, you know, you have a very, very tough region you're walking yeah. into. Region 11 um, is well represented on, on multiple and throughout multiple sports um, at the state level. Granted, there's not that ma very many um, teams in 4A, but um, we're always within, you know, w there's always, Eric, and you know this as well as anybody, it always seems like we're the Valley teams are right up there in the quarter semifinals, quarterfinals, championships. Um, you know, so you're obviously walking into a very big region, very, very good region. How, what is your... Um, do you take that into consideration at all as you, A, started to look for the position, and B, um, as you start to train some of these athletes, or are you more just like have the attitude of this is my program and we'll see how the chips fall? Cash Valley uh, athletics have always been awesome. And, again, growing up in Preston, Mountain Crest was always kind of the top of that. You know, before Ridgeline and, and Green Canyon came around, uh, Mountain Crest kind of owned the conference for quite a while, especially when Logan was uh, – different classification there for a while so you know it's, it's cool to me you know growing up in Preston our biggest rival was Pocatello which was an hour away 
And even though it was like a big rival game, like you don't know those guys very well. You know, here all these guys run into each other everywhere. Um, you know, it wasn't very long ago. Obviously, it's still fresh in everyone's mind. You know, when Ridgeline uh, was built, uh, <laughs> I know that rivalry was pretty intense for a few years, and it still is. Um, so, no, we don't shy away from that. The competition's there. And, and to be blunt, you know, every two years they reclassify. And so, no, that was not a, a, th a thought at all. I've already heard rumbles that there's going to be quite the shakeup next year with 4A. So, and and to be honest, I think this valley will always be competitive, no matter how many 4As you throw in there. It's just really good football is played here. So we're going to embrace that. Um, you got to play them sooner or later. Might as well play them five miles down the road than you know across the state. So no, we're excited and and uh, ready to get after it. Have you got your schedule set for this year? Or When's your when and where and against who is your first game? Uh, I love it. We are down in Hurricane or Hurricane, wherever you, however you want to pronounce it. <laughs> uh, we're down in Hurricane August 12th, so it's going to be a little warm. So, uh, you know, we've already got it circled and got the boys excited to uh, go on a our one road trip of the the season. We'll get a, a hotel the night before and, and make it a, an actual trip that they can enjoy and and set the kind of the precedent for the rest of the season that's awesome coach how would you describe your offensive and defensive philosophy um whether it's i'm not asking you to reveal secrets yep, yep. that other coaches might try to pick from but generally you know whether it's a four three four defense four three defense uh, is it a spread offense you know, generally how would you describe kind of what you're looking for or does it depend really on who you have available to, to execute? Yeah, you nailed it there at the end. A uh, little coach talk here, right? My job as the coach is simply to put our kids in the best position to win, and that means utilizing whatever their skills are. Um, this isn't college where we can recruit. This isn't the pros where obviously you can draft. We got to take our kids and say, okay, what are they good at and how can we be the most successful this season? Now, some coaches like have a philosophy of like, hey, we are like you said a three four four three or you know wing T or spread or whatever, and they try and fit all the kids into that. And sometimes that works, sometimes it doesn't. My philosophy really is to tweak it based on the kids we have. With that, I do have some philosophies that I'm I always want our teams to play with. On offense, it's it's to be dynamic to attack. You know, the passive will not exist in our system. We want to make the defense worry about the entire field. Um, so with that, it usually lends itself to more of a spread, RPO kind of attack. But again, if we don't got the dudes to do it, we're not going to do it. Defensively, again, uh, the word passive will not exist. Attack, it's it's about being aggressive. I, I never want defense to be reactive. Um, I want the offense to worry about some of the stuff we're up to as well. So no matter what we end up running, offense or defense, we're going to attack and be aggressive. We're going to be sound in our approach. It's going to be simple for us. But we're going to do it in a way that, you know, the other side's always kind of thinking like, okay, what are they going to do next? Uh, and you said that you've got some time to put together um, your staff. Yep. But what does your what does your summer look like right now with the, with the players and what your role is now as a head coach here? Yeah, we're getting right after it. Uh, Monday, we're, uh, we call it the commitment run. We're going to run up to the MC. It's uh, looking a little dated. we got to shine that thing up. So all the kids are going to carry some white rocks up there. And uh, we'll have a good talk up there about kind of the culture that we want to set. The kids themselves, again, which I love, it's, it's player-led. 
the coaches or the the players themselves came up with their own motto and kind of slogan that they want this year to be and it's new breed which you know mustangs i love it and uh so we're, we're embracing that it's a new time it's a new breed it's a new new uh, year for mountain crest and so yeah we're getting right after it we got seven on sevens right right off the bat we got one down in idaho west side next week we're going up to weber state going to utah state one we're trying to get some of the valley schools here together to do one so yeah seven on sevens we got a camp uh june 14th our own team camp we're just going to stay here and really kind of you know install our own stuff and get to work and uh like we're finishing that we're going down to taylorsville playing some five a's and seeing seeing where we stack up after a couple of weeks of work so yeah we're getting after it in june july will slow down a little bit and honestly we're also gonna have a lot of fun i told the guys like football should be fun it's a kid's game and uh, I want to make sure that we are together as a team. So we, we've got some fun stuff planned as well, just team events. Um, we're gonna, we've got a camp out planned up at uh, Black Fork. I've got the movie theater rented out. We're going to go see the new Thor movie opening night as a team. <laughs> nice. We've got, we got the swing pool for a day. So anyways, just some team stuff to, again, get that bond going, and which is needed, again, for a team that third coach in three years, a lot of instability, and we want some some. I know it's cliche, but we want that family atmosphere at Mountain Crest. Coach, last question for me. Uh, you you mentioned that uh, you had some teaching duties at Big Piney to wrap up before you could transition here. Will you be teaching? We have a, a teaching role at Mountain Crest. Yes, I will be in the classroom. Uh, I will be in the weight room. I've got a couple of weights class, and then I also have social studies composite. So I'll have a couple of history classes over there as well with the kids. Coach, last question for me. Um, there is people listening who, obviously, we talked about, you know, we're a valley where, you know, the your longest road trip during um, region play might be 25, well, probably 30 minutes, depending on what road you take, I guess. But um, if you had one message for Mountain Crest fans, players, students, and or spectators, what would it be as you get ready? Uh, you know, I told the kids, this program and everything I do, it's going to be for them. Uh, this is not for me. This is not for the alum. I'd love for, obviously, them to be involved, but this is going to focus on the kids. Uh, everything we do is going to make it so this is the best experience that these kids can have. Having fun, learning some life lessons, and winning some football games while we're at it. Coach Ryan Visser, thanks for coming down, and uh, I guess thanks for surviving Angels Landing. Did you, Dad? Did you actually hike Angels Landing, or just buy the shirt? Oh, my wife's gonna, yeah, have a good one with that. So we brought our two kids. We got a, a two-year-old and a one-year-old, and I didn't know, but Angels Landing, you have to have a permit now. So we showed up, and I wanted to do it, but you had to have a permit, and so we did not do Angels Landing. But um, I will do it. I promise. <laughs> Then you can wear the shirt back here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, then you can justify the shirt. No, now you can wear the shirt on the hike. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, Coach, thanks for spending some time with us. Thanks for coming down to the studio. Welcome back to Cache Valley, and best of luck at Mountain Crest. Hey, thanks, you guys, and I uh, look forward to you guys covering Mountain Crest.